Hello again, Muskegon Area Promise Scholars. Megan Byard Caraba here with a second week and segment on Promise 101, our know-how tips, tools, and tricks. Thank you for joining us today for a short segment on using your award wisely. Last week in segment one, we learned a little bit about Promise history and eligibility. And today I really wanna focus in on some of the nuts and bolts, some of the important features uh, that you are going to wanna know uh, and be privy to as Promise Scholars uh, looking to utilize your award wisely and effectively. So uh, first off the bat, if you're listening to this, more likely you are one of our accepted Promise Scholars, uh, which means you have officially accepted your award, you have perhaps even been admitted to our local colleges, you've registered for classes, and maybe even attended an orientation session at either one of our campuses of Muskegon Community College or Baker College of Muskegon. So now that those steps are done, what, what do we see next? What do we see happening uh, in your very near future? The first thing I want to make sure you all are privy to is the prevailing rate or the dollar value, if you will, to our Muskegon Area Promise Award. Our 2020-21 prevailing rate uh, that we have calculated based on a formula uh, that requires credit hours, contact hours, fees, uh, a small book stipend, that type of thing. It's all based on the prevailing rate for Muskegon Community College. And that rate is either used locally at the community college or also used locally at Baker College. Every Promise uh, Scholar has a calculated same rate uh, based on all of these options. As many of you may have seen when you accepted your award this year, our base award is based on 31 credits for the entire year. One excess of a contact hour, which is 32 in total for the entire year. And all the fees that go along with that. Our local community college has fees like for infrastructure or for technology or even registration. And our award does include those fees and as mentioned, a very small book stipend to help offset or begin some of the um, challenges or the interest that you may have in buying books or supplies or equipment. So with that in mind, our total uh, calculation for our max value of the award is $5,263. And what that looks like is an award that you can be um, applied, or excuse me, that can be applied at the beginning of the year and then used as you see fit or need fit uh, for the remaining terms. Fall is always our first term and summer is always our last term. So we'll begin to use the front-loaded award now uh, and then have carryover funds as the year progresses forward. So how you might see that or how you may recognize that award in your student portals. Uh, both of our student populations, whether you're attending the community college or Baker College, both um, student audiences have student portals. You have an online account that can help you track uh, everything that's going on in college, whether that's your transcripts and your grades uh, or whether it is your financial aid. 
and Promise is no different and is listed in financial aid uh, as part of your portal. So first up, I'm gonna speak to and on behalf of our MCC students. Utilizing your My MCC student account. You will have a couple of screens that will share uh, and show you where to find Promise information. First and foremost, right off the bat at the welcome screen, the financial aid welcome screen or home screen, there is uh, what's called a financial aid checklist. What you're looking to see is that your checklist is complete. And what that means or what those items might be on your list are things like doing your FAFSA, right? Or maybe submitting verification paperwork. Uh, anything that may be needed for financial aid um, to include accepting the promise will be included in that checklist. So what we're looking for on that screen is a green thumbs up. That green thumbs up tells us that we are in good shape uh, and there's not any work for you to do on the college end. You'll notice in your financial accounts that the promise uh, could be or viewed as ineligible or restricted. And those are just words and terms that our community college use because the promise pays for tuition and fees first and because we're a third party billing structure. So there are terms um, which allow us to see the promise applied, but not until after a certain date, okay? And for us, that is our, our census date. We'll talk about that a little bit more here in just a moment. Baker College students, those of you attending Baker College, you also have a very similar portal utilizing um, the program through and the app that Baker offers. There is um, a big red button on your student portal that suggests and is titled Documents Requiring Attention. Very similar to that checklist that I spoke about with our MCC students. This is the area of concern where we may want to look and see, is your checklist complete? Have the FAFSAs been done? Has your verification been done? Etc. Etc. So that's a really important piece to see there. There is also a section in Baker College called Total Offer, Total Accepted. This is a piece and a feature to your portal at Baker College that will allow you to see the full value of the Promise Award that is being offered. Okay, At both colleges, there are several ways to contact folks that can help you answer questions uh, and to really help make sure you understand how to maneuver the systems. There's an email that we have listed in our PowerPoint and there's also phone numbers. Both of those can also be located by uh, searching the, the website for both of our colleges as well. So the timeline for our promise payments, that $5,263, when are we gonna see it and how does it work? The biggest questions I get in the month of July and August are exactly those. I don't see the promise on my account. When will my bill get paid, right? Those are all um, really great questions and things that I just wanna make sure you are well aware of uh, and can feel comfortable about as you progress through the next month. Generally, our Promise Scholars will never have a balance due, okay? If your um, green thumbs up for MCC students is there, that your checklist is complete, Baker College, your checklist is complete, you should never have 
a balance due. But there is one exception, and that's that restricted third-party bill-out uh, situation that I had mentioned. We have a couple of census dates that every college in the state of Michigan uh, participates in. And if, for lack of a better way of describing it, it's the, the drop-end date um, to the semester. It's the, the semester that many uh, colleges refer to as drop-add deadlines, which means there's a certain date that you can drop classes for, there's a certain date that you can add classes with, and that is our window that we take a look at to confirm all enrollment and then therefore get billed based on that enrollment. So once we see this general census date hit, your restricted promise award usually will get zeroed out, okay? I've never seen a student uh, with everything complete not have that zero out after our census date. So we wanna make sure that we're um, comfortable with that and that going into August, the start of school, you will see a balance due uh, and that's okay. And please know that by our census dates, those items will be taken care of. So what we're looking at for our fall census date is right around September 5. Winter census date is more like January 20, okay? So those are the times to start really paying attention to your student portal. Did things get taken care of? After those census dates, the awards are all uploaded and the promise is billed and those, like I said, balances will revert back to zero, okay? The mere fact that you can see a Promise Award listed on your account is your green light that everything is good to go. That welcome screen for financial aid giving you the green thumbs up, your checklist is complete, and even out activity screens that will itemize your awards, whether it's the Promise or Pell or TIP or any other scholarship, you wanna make sure you see that listed. If you see them listed, then it's kind of just smooth sailing and we wait and for or we wait for our, our fall term to begin. So um, good things to know about. Have a little patience. Things do always work out. One of the things that we um, want to really preface when we talk about using your award wisely is what research tells us about staying on time to graduate. Remember the, the whole purpose of the promise is a path to a degree. So of course we want to get you a degree or credential and we want you to do that in a timely fashion. And so what we see or what we reference are a couple of magic numbers. And the first one I want to reference is what's called 15 to finish. And what 15 to finish is, is a, a ballpark of where you as a student should look to be for full-time enrollment. What we notice statewide um, with students who are enrolling into college or career training is that they are taking longer to perhaps complete a degree than what they should. And what we recently have seen with college persistence is that only 5% of students complete their associate's degree in two years, and maybe just under 20% are completing a bachelor's degree in four years. So what we're saying is if you're taking extra time, there's an extra expense too. The longer you're in school, the more money we're paying out. So in order to use your award wisely, promise recipient or otherwise, 
try to stay on target, try to stay on path for a full-time enrollment, and that recommendation is 15 credits per term, okay? 15 in the fall, 15 in the winter, that is a recommended practice. The other magic number I wanna reference is 62. 62 is our assumed college credits necessary to complete and meet the equivalency of an associate's degree. Again, remember the promise is a path to a degree. 62 is our ceiling max, our ceiling credential that we are looking to assist students with. Now, why this is a magic number is some students come into the promise as having earned free college credits through another venue. Perhaps they earned college credits through dual enrollment or through advanced placement test scores or perhaps through direct credit at the tech center or perhaps even our early college for Muskegon County program. So those credits could result in a reduction of the 62 allowance from the promise. Again, the path to a degree, not just 62 willy-nilly credits, right? So those programs that I mentioned, dual enrollment, AP, tech center, early college, they work in tandem with the promise to make sure we are making sure your path leads to that degree, okay? So let me give you a couple of examples of this magic number 62. If you come into college, earning three credits from dual enrollment in high school. Your promise then is reduced to 59 credits because you already received three. If you come in um, perhaps with a really great AP test score and you're awarded six credits towards some college classes, your promise then is reduced to 56, right? You get the idea. As we look to use both opportunities, something that may have been obtained in high school and in the promise, the idea again is the path to a degree. Now of course there's flexibility in all that and we do talk to students every year um, about the need for perhaps additional credits, um, perhaps some flexibility uh, in degree path, um, minds that change, right? You name it, there's all kinds of, of situations where we talk to students about what that looks like. Uh, but the idea is we're all working together to make sure you're meeting that need. Financial res responsibility. When we talk about using your award wisely, we want to make sure that we are being financially responsible with every dollar, right? Our board um, has charged itself with privately fundraising and gathering investors to work on your behalf, uh, the private dollars that we have collected to help send you all to college as well as our state money and our public funds that we have. So we wanna make sure the two are really working hard uh, together and are being used responsibly. A couple of ways that you can do that as a student is to meet, of course, your satisfactory academic progress while in college, and that's called SAP. Uh, SAP is typically measured through grade point average while you're in attendance, through on-time graduation uh, platform, right? Making sure you're not taking too long to complete your degree, as well as not dropping classes um, all the time, right? Your minds change, things happen, we need to move schedules around, that's not the point. But sometimes students could drop out and maybe drop out too much and that may affect 
um, the SAP status. So pay attention to SAP, all the standards and the expectations. Monitor your credit accumulation and plan for any adjustments. Remember, the calculation for the A Promise Award is based on 31 credits in an annual year. If you take 15 in fall, how many do you have for winter? Right, 16, right? You could take another 15, that's perfect, and then another one, let's say, in summer, okay? So just know you've gotta monitor that accumulation. Anything above and beyond will be an out-of-pocket expense for you and your family. The calculation for the award is based on those minimum standards. Of course, being responsible with our money, you can also learn about great ways to do that through our orientation sessions. We have several opportunities at both colleges. We want to also maintain residency in-county to receive our discounted rates, okay? Our in-county students um, receive a discounted rate to attend Muskegon Community College. Our calculation is based on in-county rates, so please pay attention to some of those opportunities uh, that our students have. Of course, meet often with our college counselors, college advisors, right? Take advantage of the staff, one-stop advisors, college counselors or advisors, whatever their title is, take advantage of them and make sure you're talking to the right people so that you know that you are on track in your program. Things are gonna transfer just the way you envisioned them or that you are gonna be able to graduate and receive that degree or credential that you hope for. Lastly, in utilizing the money wisely and staying financially responsible, is look for other financial resources, right? The Promise is a phenomenal and great gift, but it's not the end-all be-all, and sometimes it's not gonna fund everything, right? I talked about a very small book stipend as an example. You're going to need some sort of other financial resource to help, help assist with some of those college costs. So apply for other scholarships, look for other aid, start saving, right, from your job, maybe putting away money in the savings account uh, or continuing to work as the year goes on. Look for those other resources that can help round out your investment in your education. Speaking of books, we do have a wonderful way to purchase books at both of our colleges, uh, utilizing Barnes & Noble and utilizing a bookstore app. Uh, the app is called My College Bookstore. It can be searched through the Apple Store or through Google Play, uh, and it is a way for you to purchase and utilize your financial opportunities, like the stipend from The Promise, as well as perhaps, let's say, Pell or TIP or anything else uh, that might come into play for assistance. Uh, that will uh, be really user-friendly for you, and there are windows of time when it's opened up and students are allowed to purchase bookstores utilizing their financial aid. What we're seeing right now for um, Muskegon Community College is right around mid-August, about August 17, your bookstore opens um, and will proceed and stay open through that first week of school. And Baker is actually a little bit sooner opening up on August 3. So take a look at those apps, utilize that as best as you can. Your Promise Award does have a small stipend uh, and it does get funneled through that third-party billing that I had already mentioned.
So some really great things about using your award wisely, knowing what it is, and knowing how to uh, stay on top of it. If you've got any other questions about this particular topic, uh, please give me a shout, give me an email. Uh, I'm happy to answer any questions. Utilizing the podcast, I will talk about using your award wisely again. It'll be a repeat uh, segment later on in August because I wanna make sure that everybody is comfortable and we all have a Um, smooth and satisfying start to our fall 2020 semester. Thanks very much for listening and enjoy your week. Next up, we will be chatting next week on by the numbers, what we know, and learning a little bit about some of the students we've already served and what are they doing and where are they going uh, and how you may be in good company. Thanks all. Have a great day.